Evan, can you please tell us more about how much you love our podcast that we now have you on? <laughs> oh man, I am your biggest fan. <laughs> that's not that's not hard. You know, you want you want to break open that Perrier? Okay, that good ASMR. No. Yes, we're an ASMR podcast now. No, we are. <laughs> Evan is on two episodes of podcast, and now it's a lead. I am assuming direct control. <laughs> All right, that's fine. It could be worse. We could have given the podcast to Travis. We buried him. He's dead. He's hey, gone. is that thing recording? Oh, it's okay. Jesse's the only one who listens to the podcast, so it's fine. <laughs> well, that's your half your audience. Well, the other half is you, I and know. you're here. Which I mean, listen. Does listening to a podcast you're on make you a narcissist? Because if so, I have a problem. <laughs> I, I just I just don't remember how it begins. <laughs> Do we need to listen to the last episode? No, we don't got to listen to the last This is our chance to reinvent ourselves. Ooh. Uh, okay, here it goes. Hi, I'm Jake. I'm Evan. And I'm Brandon. And you're listening to Laker, the love of... Oh, for the love of God. <laughs> <laughs> and you're listening to the Lake of Rage Maybe Radio podcast. this is podcast. our chance to reinvent ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I failed everyone. <laughs> That was some like cowardly lion from Wizard of Oz. Yeah, that was that was some deep, deep so- sobs. Deep sob. I'm a deep sob. Sob in this case, sob. Yeah, no. Yeah. I think I uh, hope they got it. Yeah. You didn't get it. I did not get that. All right, we'll get it on the realism. Okay. Another reason to listen to the Lake of Rage Radio podcast. <laughs> to really catch those... It takes more than once to understand what the hell they're saying. Oh, boy. Hey, we're back. Um, it's been a bit because uh, Jake sucks. <clears throat> but I think talking the third person is weird. Me, me, Jake's awful. You're writing this. You're saying this. <laughs> now just, it just becomes weird after a while. After a while, meaning instantly? Yeah, Brandon, sure, sure, sure. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. But the important thing is that we're back. The important thing is that we're back and we're here to talk about Pokemon again, uh, which is what everybody is here for. All three of us. Um, because I guess if I'm including just you and Jesse, like there is also me. Okay. I do listen to this. So like, which again, that, that seems like it's on some level narcissistic. Yeah, but then if I'm listening to it and I'm on this episode as well, then we're narcissists together. Oh, that's so sweet. We're back to talk about the trailer that just dropped uh, on the 11th, was that? No, it was the 10th. Uh, let's see. The 11th was Thursday. Oh, man. I don't even remember what day of the week it is today. Today is the 12th. Oh, my God. I have to take so many orders. Four. Bakery items. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I thought you meant, like, something specific, like there's a holiday coming up that I didn't know about. Because no, that happens no. to me a lot. Mm. You know, every weekend everyone puts in their orders for little Timmy's birthday party. I want a cake that says Gucci and has a dabbing Pikachu. Can you guys do that? Are you saying that people haven't asked for literally that oh no i believe that they have and that's what excites me they have asked for both of those things in isolation i'm still waiting for the day that we get both of those wait 
I want to dabbing Pikachu. Yes. Oh, I I'm so happy. Can I order a, a cake with Thanos Fortnite on it? Uh, no, we do not have a licensed Fortnite. Well, no, you can... Fortnite is just his last name. Oh, okay, okay. Is it like Sans Undertale? Yeah. Okay. okay. Thanos Fortnite and Sans Undertale. <laughs> Boy, this was published on July eighth, so that means it was four days ago, which would make that Monday. Okay. Apparently, it's been the bulk of a week since this happened. Oops. You know how they say don't date your podcasts? Well, we hear a lot of Are you not supposed to? Is that a bad idea? Because then people go back and like, oh, I know when specifically this happened. I mean, they can just check the download date. Yeah. Which is weird. Like the last one, there's like a reference to what day it was. It's like, wow, it's a week after June 5th. And then the episode comes out. Like four weeks. Of, <laughs> beginning of July. And, you know, there's some... There's some desynchronization going there pulls them out suspension and disbelief and whatnot at the same time though it, it definitely prevents any problems if like something comes out after this that would change our opinions of it yeah for instance uh the national dex conversation we had yes and then now so after we recorded that we've then got to just watch the internet for the last three weeks just tear itself apart god I mean, like, there's some toxic stuff going on in the Pokemon fandom, for sure, all the time, but, whoo, yikes. Uh, even even the Fire Emblem fans are like, wow, you guys are really taking it to a new level this time. That's impressive. I know. Uh, Fire Emblem hate, fans hate themselves. Speaking of, are you going to get that new Fire Emblem game? Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, I it wasn't, was kinda cool. I wasn't I going know. to, and then it turns out that Hogwarts Emblem is only, like, the first third or half of the game or something. Yeah, it looked interesting. When does that come out? Uh, like... Sometime soon. A week? I'll probably really? Yeah. Although I could play a full game of Hogwarts Emblem. I got so much time for Hogwarts Emblem. You got so much time for Hogwarts Emblem? I don't even know what's in a Fire Emblem. I don't even know what a Fire Emblem is. You know, um, it's actually... Have you ever played, uh... Nope. I'm leaving. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Finally. All right. Welcome to the Lake of Rage radio podcast with me, Evan. <laughs> As I said, I, Evan, have assumed direct control. <laughs> I would listen to a, like, you're talking with Dr. Fraser Crane style uh, podcast about Pokemon with Evan, where people just call in and ask him questions about Pokemon. He's like, well, I think... I can use my own life here in this story. You see, I was speedrunning, racing, really, uh, Fire Red with my good, good friend Travis when I summarily kicked his hiney. What does summarily mean? To like sum to summarize? Yeah. Summary? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Probably. I mean, the roots sound correct. I just use big words that sound smart, and sometimes they don't mean what I think they do. For instance, I usually use the word pentultimate to mean the last thing. No, it's, it's just... But it's the second Yeah, yeah. That's, it's like, Alex is like, I'm off to my penultimate day of work. Also, it's penultimate, not pentultimate. Yeah, and then, then the day after I asked him how his you're ultimate the, day of work was. You're off the podcast. All right, <laughs> you're here with Lake of Rage Radio with me, Brandon. 
and no one else. Everybody just leaves. <clears throat> no, uh, I guess to be briefly, before we start talking about new stuff, we want to talk at all about um, the circus that has been the bring back the national decks thing. No. Uh, I don't know. I think circus sums it up. I've watched, I've seen like on Twitter people who aren't in the community at all after like the new gym leaders are spoiled or whatever. They're like, wow, I really like this design. And they're like an artist. And then just, they're, they just get brigaded. They're just people complaining to them. Like, yeah, but they should bring back the national decks and all that stuff. And the person's like, I don't, I'm not even like a Pokemon fan. And everyone still gets into arguments with them. Well, yeah, and, like, so uh, anybody who has been showing any support for it on, like, Twitter, too, like, really high-profile VGC players, like, uh, friend of the podcast, Wolf Glick. And by friend of the podcast, we mean guy we idolize. uh, Stalky of the podcast, Wolf Glick. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Man that we may have seen at the end of a hallway once. I think it was him. (laughs) Not super sure. It might have been. Either that or it was a janitor. But who really knows? A handsome janitor. Could have been Wolf Click. Could have been Wolf Click. Wolf Click could have been a janitor. You never know. You so, don't know. I don't know what he does for money. You know? Maybe uh, he janitors. I think he just wins Pokemon. Sometimes he probably. I mean, he did. He uh, actually just announced that he's not actually competing at Worlds. He's going to commentate instead. In other news, Aaron Cybertron Zhang is going to be competing in Worlds and not commentating. Hmm. Yeah. It's because he knew he'd win. And he didn't want to be Mr. Like, what, three-time world champion? Well, he's the first person to win a regionals, a nationals, and a Worlds. He's pretty good. He's pretty good at Pokemon. I enjoy watching his draft league stuff, too, because he always... He yells yeep a lot. Sometimes when he's battling. Oh, that's beautiful. I need to get in on this. <laughs> well, I think that covers this episode's Wolf Glick section. Does it? Or we could we gush? No, we can like always go back to it. But we've okay. got it in the, like the... It's in our contracts. So... We should write up contracts. One says... And, you know, and nothing I was going to say was going to be nice. No. So we're just going to... We're going to sidebar back into... Uh, the bring back the national decks thing. No, I've seen I've seen a lot of people like get really angry about that um, when they were like posting stuff about like the nationals or and like the internationals like qualifier stuff and like congratulating people on their finishes and all that kind of stuff. People were just spamming like play Pokemon with bring back the national decks and play Pokemon is like the tournament organizing league. Like they have nothing to do with it and like they're spamming, like, the Pokemon Company International, like, the American branch of the Pokemon Company with Bring Back the National Decks, and it's like, you're yelling at an intern on Twitter to do something that's not going to help. Like, and then, of course, there's them harassing Junichi Masuda on Twitter, and, like, a bunch of other people um, about it, and it's just like, I understand being upset about it, and, it, and like, anonymity is a a powerful enabler to do awful and gross things, uh, but like, seriously, calm down. Yeah, like, if you don't, if it really bothers you that much, don't buy the Pokemon game. Like, I understand that. Like, the power of your dollar is your is your vote on it. If you really think it's going to be bad, but in all honesty, um, I feel like this will be something that will be resolved in a different way. Uh, me and Evan were actually talking about this right before. Um, 
the podcast as I decided because I was curious because you know how Persona 5 as a game is really held up as like, this is a great JRPG game, right? It and looks it great. Looks it looks amazing. It's great. None of the animations for any of the the monsters or like the personas are in particular all that. I mean, they just kind of like do a movement and then an attack happens and it's one animation. Yeah. There's maybe what, like a handful of attacks, like 20, 30 tops, different attacks where like their variations of the same attack just stronger. Like cast a magic, do a physical strike. Yeah, that's like, it's, yeah, so that kind of stuff. Um all the way through. So people getting upset that, well, all the Pokemon does for Tailwhip is turn their animation turns around and they wiggle while the Tailwhip animation plays, like, or Tailwhip animation plays, like, yeah, that's how it's, like, that's how it's been in all the 3D games. Uh, and I also looked up how many Personas are in that game, right? Mm-hmm. 225, including DLCs. Can you imagine a Pokemon game with only 225 Pokemon in it? People yes. would riot. Like, nowadays, a modern-day oh, Pokemon okay. game. Yeah. I was about to say, like, Gen 2. Yeah, you're right. It only had a... Oh, it had 250-something. So, yeah, even 252. that. 252, yeah. But you can only catch, probably, in, like, 200. I don't actually know the specific numbers on it. But, yeah, no, like... I don't know. I feel like it's a lot to get worked up about. And I do, like, understand, like... Invariably, somebody's favorite Pokemon is going to not be in there. But, by and large, the Pokemon that are the largest swath of fan favorites Pokemon are going to be in there. Like they know what they're about. Yeah. And so it is what it is. Honestly, I think the the whole like outrage that came from the uh tail whip animation butt wiggle uh came from the sort of justification that was given that no we're we're not including all the Pokemon because we have such highly detailed models and animations. And so people, like, took offense to the animation not being the same, but being in basically the same as what has been on the 3DS for five years now. Yeah. I've seen a lot of specific complaints about the animations and, like, the texture models. Like, everyone really hates this one tree for some reason. Yeah. There's a tree in, like, the demo or, like, one of the, like... Yeah, the demo yeah. That, the, that they were playing, like, Masuda and some guy at E3, and it's like, yeah, they're still fixing everything up. Yeah, I think I saw, a, like, a tweet or something that had, like, a side-by-side of a tree from Breath of the Wilds and the tree from uh, Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Which, and... I don't know, those, they're different, right? Yeah. Well, and people were commenting, like, well, Breath of the Wilds can have such uh, varied uh, inter- uh, animations for all their monsters in the game. There's four monsters. There's four monsters with different color skins for the different versions. There's like eight monsters. Hina? No, yeah, you're, you're probably closer to being <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah, because there's the robots too. Yeah. But yeah, there's... Yeah, yeah, like the difference is... Ridiculous. Um, but no, uh, so the Switch Lite also got announced. Which confirmed I had... I don't know if I said it on the podcast... But me and at least Travis had discussed uh, a while back when there was rumors that they were working on a, like, cheapo version of the Switch um, for when Pokemon comes out. Um, And they also, and it was around the time that they announced that Pokemon was being optimized to be played in handheld mode, like, visually. And people were like, why are you doing that? It's on on a TV console. People aren't going to take it with them. It's because, I mean, they were going to do this. 
Like they were going to make a two hundred dollar version of a three hundred fifty dollar or whatever how much it is console, so that people could have a cheaper version of the console to buy because people want to buy Pokemon. Like they understand this is their Switch machine. This is their Pokemon machine. Yeah, so they need a Pokemon machine. They're going to get their Pokemon machine. So having the two hundred dollar handheld only version of it, like at the end of the day, if some of the graphics aren't like. Hey, when you're playing on your big 30-inch screen, etc., or however big a big screen is considered, I don't know if 30 inches is still big by today's standards. Not really. It's, like, normal-ish. It's, like, twice the size of your laptop screen. So, like, my TV over there, it's probably about 30-inch? No. No. It's, like, a 46. Mine is? Yeah. Really? Huh. Because it's measured... The inches are diagonal. Oh, okay. So, yeah, but, like, watching... Playing Pokemon on, like, a TV... It's probably not going to look as great as when you're playing a handheld because, like, it's squished down more. Like, because you stretch mean, those. Yeah. As opposed to, like, uh, if you've tried playing Super Smash Bros. Ultimate on, like, handheld mode, it gets really hard to tell what's going on. Yeah. Because it's so detailed. Yeah, there's a lot of detail and it gets all smushed down. Yeah, I mean, like, I understand that it makes perfect sense. But then just, like, a lot of the complaints... And, of course, Pokemon's still constantly updating and, fi- like, bug-fixing the game right now and, like, fixing textures and stuff. So, like, the game is still in production right now. Like, it's not final being printed, quote-unquote, or, like, sent off to being manufactured yet. Like, they've still got a ways to go. So, I don't know. I feel like it's a lot of a lot of griping uh, about stuff that's clearly, like, in progress. And, of course, everybody's an expert. Oh, everybody's an expert. Everybody's an expert, but, like... Suddenly, suddenly it. trees look a little resin. Suddenly, everybody's an expert. Everybody's an expert. But, no, it's... Must be nice. Must be nice. Must be nice. It's, it's... Everybody is, like, saying, like, well, Game Freak has access to all these people and does all this stuff, so they... And this game had us... Uh, had this many people working on it. It looks like this, and how can't they get this done, and blah, blah, blah. It's like, ah, guys... At the end of the day, you have no idea what it's actually like on the inside of Game Freak. You have no idea what's like on the inside of the Pokemon. So I don't even company. know what the game looks like. Yeah, for sure. And like the bits we've seen, in all honesty, especially in this newest trailer, it looks real good. Um, so I haven't seen any more wheelbarrows, so I'm getting kind of concerned. I would be a little bit concerned myself, to be honest with you. I thought that was on. It was. It is muted. That's weird. Yeah. No. What? Okay. That's. Just plays it. I just want to have in the background. Um, one thing we do know that's kind of interesting, so um, the weird outfit that your character's wearing uh, when they're doing the gym battles, you can actually choose your own three-digit code for your outfit. Oh, you so can you can pick okay. your favorite Pokemon. Okay, so you can pick 420 or 69. whatever number you would want to pick. 666 if you want to be an edgelord. We'll get to him. <laughs> yeah um i'm gonna go with 197 gotta pit gotta get that umbria yeah uh, i feel like there's definitely options for 007 like that seems like a, a fair choice too Ooh. although i think we should i think this is a good way to segue into the reason you're wearing the outfit in the first place yeah so there's a there's a lot more um we found out there's a lot more to gym battles and the the entire Galar region. Galar region thing here. I don't know how else to say it. So, um, League? Yeah. So in order to enter into the League, you essentially need to be sponsored or, like, 
chosen endorsed. or scouted. Yeah. Endorsed. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, by someone. By someone. Yeah. And according to the official Pokemon website, the actual game begins off with you and your rival Hop getting letters of endorsement from Hop's older brother, the champion Leon, which is how you're able to start doing the uh, gym challenge. And so it seems like, from what we can tell, is even if you're not getting like endorsed, like in the like Pepsi Cola is endorsing this podcast, for instance. Pepsi Cola. Drink Pepsi Cola. Drink, drink it. Drink Pepsi. <laughs> Consume. Consume. Uh, but uh, not something like that, but just like somebody vouches for you, right? Uh, as long as it's not Coke. Yeah, which is it, not the Coke brothers specifically. Yeah, we're taking a stand against them. Yeah. Yeah, this podcast doesn't like them. But unless they give us money, and in which case, you know, then we'll have to take that back because yeah. that's how... That. We're just getting way we're too. Just getting into it. We're just getting into it. So we're gonna stop. But uh, it, it's interesting because it's so different from how like normal Pokemon operates. Yeah, because every other it's like you you have a Pokemon, cool, go fight the gym, and there's like go a have weird, your adventure. In in a way, this go is like a beat up some children. This is like a weird elitist Pokemon league. Like this is the kind of society that like. Guzma was, like, sort of really railing against. Right, honestly, like, this is what he was worried about with um, the the uh, island trials. Is like, well, if you don't get blessed by the trickster goddess or god of your dumb island, you're not allowed to go do the island challenge. Like, how stupid is that? And, like, that was, that was like, his big gripe um, with the, the entire uh, Alola I- island challenge thing, yeah. And this seems to be even more elitist and exclusive than that. And it's being run by a giant conglomerate. And I, I want to take a hot guess here that most of the endorsement funds and like all that stuff, they're going to be under the Umbrella Corporation, like whatever that com- corporation is called. Like whatever is the big like Viacom, Pepsi, Cola, Taco Bell at the top, like that big company name is going to every single like thing we're seeing on here like all the different advertisements all the different sponsors the weird little pokeball mascot that looks like the michelin man i, I have it. not seen the pokeball uh, mascot that looks like the michelin I'll man i'm gonna pull it up on my twitter to show you because it's great please give me the michelin pokeball man i think he might be the podcast thumbnail now because he's become really something <laughs> oh, <laughs> why is area 51 trans- <laughs> nice God, no i actually know but I'm about this plan to storm Area 51. No, this is, this is not our podcast. That's somebody else's podcast. <laughs> I think it's better just to not tell you. Just don't... Don't ruin the magic. Don't get involved. Oh, there you go. He looks like the goddamn Michelin Man. There you go. Oh, that! He's like a little Michelin Man, Pokeball. Oh, I, oh, I in the hate thing. him. I hate him, too. He's... I'm gonna say a thing. He looks like Griffin McElroy. <laughs> oh no! You're not wrong! But like buff, like Justin McElroy. What is with this game and like weird buff baby men? I don't know. Is that how Japan sees Britain? Because it seems weird. Maybe. I'm, out, I'm down for it. That's how I one. see Britain. Is that how you see Britain? Just attractive women and buff baby men? <laughs> yep. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second because, whoo, Pokemon is horny on main. Jesus Christ. 
this game is you guys need to stop with your character designs. I'm worried because like or don't stop or whatever, whatever. But Jesus, pour some water on yourselves, guys. Uh, Jesus at least Christ! If you're not going to stop, set up a safe word. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good. I I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, boy, no, but I'm going to assume that the conglomerate. I can't believe that I actually got back to what I was saying. You did. I'm so proud of us. I'm proud of you. Um. I think that the conglomerate that Chairman Rose, who is the who is the guy with the sleepover haircut, who is uh, like running everything, um, they're all like basically under his corporation. So yeah. he has full control over everything, um, and also, so he th- there's some things other people online were, were posting about this too, and we, me and Travis had a little bit of a disagreement. You may remember in a previous podcast episode where I was like, "What wouldn't it be weird slash cool if Leon was like the bad guy?" And I'm not going to say that I think he's the bad guy. In fact, I think he's just going to be the unwittingly, like... The pawn of the, the bad guy. The pawn of the bad guy. So the way I think this is going to work is Leon is the face and the guy who's easily, like, pawn. Like, yeah, of course Leon. Leon's great. Yeah. Um, we're just going to make sure that Leon's only put up against people who he can definitely beat. And we're going to give him all the, the best trait. Like, just hold this guy up and keep him as their, basically, like, money-making mascot. Like, yep. he's, a, he's a tall, buff, attractive dude who wears weird clothing, so, like, what's going to happen? You're just going to use, you're going to use the face, you know? Yeah. Um, he's the attractive face to the evil corporation. Right, exactly. And I think that's the, the route they're going with this, which is going to be super cool. Um, but, so, also, before you can battle the champion, that was another thing um, in here, you have to compete in the uh, tournament uh, there's a tournament that happens before you can defeat, defeat the champion. You have to defeat certain people in the tournament to get through it. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming there's going to be some sort of like gauntlet before you actually get like instead of a victory okay. row. It's of... just a reapplication of the Elite Four. Yeah, I would guess that that's more like the Elite Four. You set it up as like what a 36, 32 person tournament. Uh, That'd be four rounds. Oh, and yeah. instead of ever actually having like an actual Elite Four, he's just the champion. Yeah. I don't know if I like that. I would It'd be act- presented in a completely different way. But. Yeah. But what's interesting about that is, like, so think about how in uh, Sun and Moon you had, like, the rotating champion, like, rematch battles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where in this way, instead of going up against the same Elite Four every time, you've got, like, 32 potential Elite Four members that you could be fighting. That's actually and, super cool. And you need to bring a well-balanced team. Like, maybe the first time you go okay. through, it's the Conceptually, set. Conceptually, that is the coolest thing I've ever heard of, it, and I really hope you're right. Yeah. I really hope I maybe am. Maybe the first time you go through, it's just a scripted four, but then after that, like, other gym leaders from across the Pokemon thing show up, and then it'll, like, RNG up a bracket that you go through. That'd oh. be super sweet. Like, uh, Black and White 2? Kind of. Yeah, ooh, the Pokemon... Oh, I don't remember what it was oh, called. Oh, jeez. It was the coolest thing ever, though. Yes, it was super cool. Yeah, that was super rad. Okay, yeah. I am so down with this idea. Man, this game's gonna be sweet. Um, Watch as none of these things are implemented. Probably not, but that's not what matters. The dream is real. The dream is real. Don't let, dream, don't let your dreams be dreams or whatever the guy said that one time. Uh, oh, okay, well, yeah, the Champion Cup. So, uh, once, yeah, Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. Um, so yeah, once a year in the gallery region, a series of Pokemon battles are held with the league championship on the line, 
This is the Championship Cup. The Championship Cup is the tournament to decide who will be able to challenge the reigning champion for their seat. Um, and just, it says, exemplary trainers throughout the region, such as those who have successfully completed the gym challenge, are allowed to participate in the champion Such tournament. as those, not necessarily only those. So, we could get, That's like, one way to get in there. Yeah, so we could get, like... Elite foreign gym leaders from Cooper other regions games. that get special in. Can we get Uncle Grimsley back? Oh, I would. Love I want Uncle Grimsley to come back and then just lose really hard and just flip a coin and then sadly leave again. Because that was the weirdest thing ever. I'm sorry if I bring that up on this podcast a lot, but it's really weird that Grimsley just showed up, flipped a coin, gave you a Sharpedo, and left. Have you ever seen No Country for Old Men? The movie? No. Okay. Oh, sorry. That's going to look for the next episode. So there's a character like that in it? No, there's a character who's threatening to basically kill someone on a coin flip. Oh, okay, yeah, I've seen that scene, though. Yeah, what's the most you've ever lost on a coin flip? Oh, so, one of the things we do see is we see a pre-production image where it shows that Nessa, the water type gym leader, is sponsored by the Fresh Water Company. Aww. That's pretty good. That's good. That makes sense. I like that. Uh, and it also shows a back uh, back picture of Leon, and it says the champion in, in particular is in no shortage of sponsors, and it's just his hideous coat. He looks like a of NASCAR. Many sponsor. Thank you for beating me to it. Yeah, he does look like a NASCAR. He is sponsored. He is by Lightning McQueen. <laughs> Kerchow. Oh my God, Leon is Lightning McQueen. This makes so much sense. Um, he's also sponsored by the Corviknight Taxi Company. Yeah, I saw that. And also, uh, what looks to be a Pelipper delivery service. Hmm. Some sort of record company? Yeah, I saw that. Oh my god. He's got a record like Do you think he's a rapper? Oh, he's definitely a SoundCloud rapper. Oh, he's a, he's a ratman. Oh, he raps. We do know uh, a couple of interesting new things. We know version exclusives. Um, Pokemon Sword exclusively will get access to the Pokemon Dino and Jangmo-O. Um... And in Pokemon Shield, uh, you'll get Larvitar and Gumi, which uh, makes me say way better. Pokemon Shield for sure. Um, we also found out they introduced two new gym leaders and told us that they were version exclusive. Yeah, we've got... Um, they mentioned that Towns is in multiple will have it is, this. Yeah, pluralized, they said it. So we don't know how many, but there's probably going to be several different gyms that are one or the other, depending on which version. Yeah, I even have a mild theory that it might be every gym, or at least a lot of gyms. So one thing we can notice, so we have the two new characters. Let's talk about them first before I get into my theory or whatever. We have B, um, who I hear a lot of people calling Bay or Bia, and it's like, mm, just look up B. Arthur. She's from the Golden Girls. Clearly our people who listen to this podcast, like Lake of Rage Radio fans and the Golden Girls fans, is... It's almost like the same circle on a Venn diagram, but it's, it doesn't matter. It's B. Her name's B. As Although Brandon, there are a lot of people, uni- like, unironically B is Bay. Yeah, that's, but... that totally makes sense. But, as Brandon pointed out, it's a play on floats like a butterfly, stings I like a bee. Point that out. That was me. Devin pointed that out? I pointed that out. Well, Devin pointed it out, and I tried to give Brandon credit for it, and Brandon just couldn't take the credit. Couldn't Could... take the money and run. <laughs> But um, Come on, Steve, she's on. the fighting type gym leader. Uh, she doesn't wear shoes. Um, she has her midriff oh, bared, but no. she's wearing like a latex bodysuit underneath it. 
It's probably spandex. Spandex, more likely, yeah. Uh, it's just... It checks a lot of boxes for a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> just gonna go uh, with Her that. shirt is actually... Her shirt is higher than it should be. It's tied up in a knot it's like into, a cro- like, a It's a crop, crop top. top that got tied even higher. Yeah, and it's just pushing everything up, and it's... Boy, Pokemon, wow. She's the fighting type gym leader. Never uh, said that. Did I? Yeah. Oh, I believe myself. I believe you. Um, and she has an interesting little symbol on the front of her gym. It's a fist with uh, some spikes coming down from it. Um, I and then, think that might be the arm. It could be. I was gonna, Is it a stylized arm? I was mm. thinking, it, oh, it might just be a stylized arm. Or maybe it's the shape in general is swordy shape, like pointed to the bottom. Because uh, on Alistair's, he has uh, the ghost-type symbol, but with a triangle, like in a, a shield formation uh, behind it. And he's the shield-exclusive one. He's a ghost-type gym leader. And um, he wears, like, a shy guy mask. And he's also definitely a skid, uh, to quote Evan or Brandon. That one was me. That, man, I, I, I'm so sorry. But, yeah, no. He, Super pale kid. Hangs out in the graveyard. It literally, he doesn't like interacting with people or his fans. He just prefers to stay alone in cemeteries or ruins. Like, God, this... It's definitely peculiar. He definitely listens to The Cure. I feel like The Cure is too good for him. Okay. I feel like he would... Sure. Yeah, I feel like he would listen to MCR and think it's goth music. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I like. I, I can get behind that. As a scholar of my immortal, that's exactly the vibe <laughs> I'm getting here. Can that be your new epitaph? <laughs> Evan, scholar of my immortal. Like, if you're ever on a documentary, I want that to be, like, your big name. Oh, oh. please let it be. Oh, my God. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I love it. But Listen, some... if you need someone to analyze that terrible fanfic, I'm your person to go to. <laughs> I'm your guy. Um, he's wearing suspenders, too. Oh, no. He's Why did you point this out to me? Button up. Oh, no. He's got a button-up, and then he's got a long-sleeve shirt over it. Yep. And then suspenders over the long-sleeve shirt. And then he's wearing plaid, question mark, shorts. I think that's just patterned. It's just weird pattern. He is a train wreck of a person. Um, it's gonna feel good to beat him up. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> Travis likes him though. His uh, his uh, star Pokemon or his his ace Pokemon is a Mimikyu. Do we remember what these is? Did we even see it? I have no idea. I don't know or remember. My theory on here is that so that weird. Uh, triangle thing that he has on the sides of his legs. He has like two triangles that are in the same shape as the uh, triangle symbol behind him. Um, like the weird shielding pattern uh, where it's like the point facing down. Uh, so just notice he has one glove. Yeah, well they a lot of them only have one glove. Oh yeah. Uh, which I still hate, but when did YouTube stop letting me press, oh, pauses K now instead of spacebar? I just dated myself real bad. Um... So we don't actually get to see what her Pokemon is, so I'm assuming she probably has a new Pokemon that they haven't revealed yet, then, as her ace Pokemon. Mm, that yeah. sounds reasonable. That's my, my theory on that. Um, 
But my, my theory here on that is, uh, so he has that weird same triangle pattern that holds six Pokeballs. So does Milo. And Nessa doesn't, and neither does uh, B. So my theory here is, is that all the Shield exclusive trainers have the triangle thing holding their Pokeballs. Alternatively, it could be all the dudes. Because so far we have two dudes, two chicks... We need a larger sample we size. We need a larger sample size to be able to put it together, but I don't know. I, I It's worth looking into. What I'm really kind of honestly want out of this is I want there to be, like, each have eight unique gems. That would make, ver- like, buying both versions an actually tempting offer. Right, exactly, because buying both versions now is kind of silly, because, like, just getting the Pokemon that are exclusive to each version is, like... So what? With GTS and, like, online trading, it's no longer uh, any sort of hassle or, like, even trying to coordinate with your friends, like, okay, I'll get red, you get blue. Yeah. Like it used to be. Yeah, especially with breeding and everything. Back it's just in so, my day. Back in the day. But, um, yeah. So, in addition to clicking around... Uh, in addition to Chairman Rose being the guy who runs the the Champion Cup and uh, seems to be somebody who we're going to run into a lot during the game, we have his uh, secretary and also vice president of his company, Oliana? Olina? Oliana? Olina? Olina? I have no idea. Olina? I lean towards Olina. We're going Olina. Um, who is dressed like... Well, like a secretary, one could say. But, but like a secretary... By day. Yeah. it's uh, She's got a leather choker on that leads to a harness that is very open, top shirt, you can see. And it's just... Boy, there's a lot going on there. Somebody at Pokemon needs to splash some water on their face, is all I'm saying. Just... Game Freak, you splash. Yeah, just calm down. It did nothing. It did. Oh, God. Um, it's also interesting to note, though, that it says here that she's very calm and collected as her personality, which, like, I don't know if calm and collected is a personality, but okay, Pokemon. She's got dead eyes. Oh, she does look dead inside. She looks like every service worker I've ever met. Yes. But uh, she, it's, she, it says here that she is largely in charge of all the day-to-day running of the company, so I think at the end of the day, if Chairman Rose ends up not being actually a bad guy, she is the bad guy. Like, Could be. She, yes. I, like, their company has a logo, too, which I can't find a good picture of, unfortunately. I saw a couple of good pictures of it earlier um, in different things, but it's a hexagon, and inside of it are two more hexagons overlapping. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm going to just assume with all the hexagons on all of their like character designs and the fact that the company has hexagons something having to do with uh, Meltan and Melmetal is going to be relevant in this game like I can't it's a if it's if that's how it is that's a good bit of theming that they kept that through right yeah and I don't see any reason why they like that's a very specific yeah, detail. like a hexagon, lots of hexagon. I mean, like, it looks like a nut. It's very industrial, sure, but also 
like I've been thinking about that since we've got Meltan in Pokemon Let's Go. Like, why is that what we're getting? Why is that what we're seeing? Why is this being hyped up early before the game? Like, I feel like it's got to be relevant in the game at the very least. And I don't know. There's probably more to it. I'd be very interested to find out. Oh, also, in the anime, Ash caught a Meltan. Okay. So he caught a mythical Pokemon, which is, first off, I think the first time that's actually happened in a Pokemon TV show. But also... That has caught one and gotten to keep it outside of, like, an OVA or a movie. Yeah. I think somehow he's going to end up taking that with him to this next TV show or something, and it's going to be relevant or something. I don't know. Maybe. I could be totally wrong. Who knows? But I think if we got past all the the silly theme, the story, and all that garbage, nobody and actually the cares. And the people. Let's get to the new. Let's get to that good stuff. Let's get to the new Pokemon here. Which one first? We talk about uh, Mr. Creamy over here. Al Creamy. Short for Alfred Creamy. <laughs> Alfred H. My name is Alfred H. Creamy, but you can just call me Al Creamy. Alright. Uh, it is a fairy-type Pokemon. Mono Fairy. Has the ability Sweet Veil. Is the only ability we have uh, for it yet released. Um, I wonder if this thing's going to evolve. I don't think so. Because, like, its name is basically Alchemy. And I feel like there's more going on here. Now that you say that. Yep, it just blew my mind. Yep, I'm give me a couple seconds to process this all. Well also it looks um, like a little like whipped cream and strawberry witch. Oh my god, it does. Hmm. It's a little wizard! Oh Lurd, you it's made this little, Pokemon so much cooler to me, actually. It's a little creamy wizard. <laughs> I broke him. I broke him. He's the cream wizard. He's also apparently an idol to all pastry chefs. So, uh, no, this is the horrifying thing. First off, uh, a I know somehow it's going to hold the item, the whipped dream, which is used to evolve uh, Slurpuffs. But also, Alcreamy can produce whipped cream, which becomes richer the happier Alcreamy is feeling. Desserts made using this cream are very delicious. So many pastry chefs strive to have an Alcreamy as their partner. We're eating the cream of a Pokemon. Which, like, I guess if you think about milk in real life, they milk this Pokemon to for whipped cream and then just use it raw on top of food. Just... just well, there's probably some sort of food standard. It's probably, like, homogenized. Its cream has a soothing effect. When attacked by an opponent, Alcremie will throw sweet cream to distract them temporarily. And temporarily blind them? <laughs> what? It, it works. I've I'll teach you how to cream. Of, I've gotten out of plenty of street oh, fights holy. with the old pocket whipped cream trick. Oh, that's a bargain, boy. Oh, The pocket whipped cream. <laughs> yes! Yeah, it's a sequel to Pocket Sand. Wait, so do you have a canister of whipped cream? Do I name this Rusty Shackleford? <laughs> well, if I've got my harness on me, yeah. I think I Holster, have to name this thing. So but if you don't, do you just have a pocket full of whipped cream and you yes. just take out a handful yes. of whipped cream and just... Yep, I've got, I've got some like uh, old Adidas joggers that just have an extra pocket sewn on the side. 
<laughs> okay, the cream. Okay, hold on. You got a, you, your cream pocket. You sew up the Adidas jogger pocket, right? And you cut a specific hole so it's like a gun nozzle. And then you smack your side. And it just... Cream, just then you cream them. You just cream them. This is the dumbest thing ever. Oh, my God. I love it. So... The more I've talked and like with people about this Pokemon, like my initial like thought on this Pokemon is this is a strictly better Slurpuff like line. Design-wise? Design-wise. Yes. Like, yeah, it's it's, just, this is better automatically. It's not gross looking. It's not a slobbery <laughs> cupcake dog, no. <laughs> but, Slurpuff is kind of a monster. <laughs> yeah. But like, so the more we talk about this Pokemon and read about this Pokemon... <laughs> <laughs> The more I actually love it, it maybe in a crass way, but it's so awful in the best possible ways. I love it. Uh, the cream it uses for this blinding purpose has an incredibly powerful soothing effect. Imagine, like, getting stuff in your eye but also being kind of mellow about it. Like, you're getting high off of it. Oh, no. oh my god, do you think people snort Al Creamy Cream? Oh, no, it's Whippets. <laughs> it's the Whippets Pokemon. <laughs> Peak podcast. This is the best podcast. Um, and any opponent that tries to eat the cream will rapidly lose the will to battle. <laughs> oh, I was really best. afraid that that sentence was going to be the will to live. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is this is a wild Pokemon. What what else do they have to say about this? There's two more. Oh, there's nothing there's more, more to pictures? say about it. Um, it does have something a little bit special. Do we want to just flip into... No, we'll, we'll get to we'll it get to after. That. He has something special. Stay tuned. So what does Sweetvale do? Do we know? Sweetvale is an ability that prevents Pokemon from falling asleep. It was only had by the Slurpuff line before okay. that. Okay. We only have one ability for it. It's guaranteed going to have like another secondary ability, and then it's hidden ability on top of that. Like, we just don't know what they are yet. Um... I'm very. I'm most excited to see what those are. I kind of hope it has Regenerator. Oof. That's a. That's At a... level thirty-five, the thing has ninety-seven HP. That seems like a lot, or maybe not. I don't know. I spent too much time trying to learn that math before. We we'll leave that for let's the Let's the podcast. Spend two hours trying to do the math. Um. I guess the next Pokemon we got the official release of Yamper. Um, who I mean is just adorable. We got a little bit more about Yamper though, information wise. Oh my god, this official art is kind of heartwarming. The official art is good. Oh my god, I'll give it that. look at that face, look at that smile. He's adorable. Also, he look. The official art makes it look so toasty. Yeah, he's darker brown than he is in the game. A little bit. Uh, it's got a cool ability too. Yeah, so it's got the new ability Ball Fetch, which is whenever you miss or a Pokemon, I think, breaks out of the Pokeball as well. The first Pokeball of a encounter, he'll run over, pick it up, and bring it back to you so you can reuse it. That's great. That's just adorable. That's that's some real it's quality. It's downright right economical. It is, actually. Like it's, it's already super cheap to play Pokemon. Man, you got a dog. We do find out that it's drawn to moving things. Yammer has a tendency to be drawn to things that are moving quickly. Uh, it will chase after people and Pokemon, and it will even run after vehicles. Classic. Amber looks like it chases parked cars. Does, <laughs> does that make it like a T-Rex, where if you're not moving, it can't see you? I hope so. Don't move. Its mission is based on movement. Uh, it crackles as it runs. Yamper has an organ in its body that generates electricity. 
And this organ is activated when Yamper runs around. And as we have apparently found out, Yamper just keeps running around. It's just... Like, constantly. Like um, a regular dog. Like all... Yeah, small dogs. Yeah. But Yamper can't store the electricity that it generates. So it's often seeing around with just electricity crackling off of it. God, that... That seems such dangerous. A, that seems... Creates such a bad situation where... You have a pacemaker? Oh god, don't touch me. You're full of electricity, so you run away. But then you're running, so it's, it wants to chase you. So. <laughs> oh my god. This, this is, is getting this, stronger. Yamper is probably like the leading death among elderly in Galar. Including the queen. That's why I don't have one anymore. Oh, there we go. Um, then they just tell you ball fetch. What it does. Yeah, so... Um, we throw a Pokeball at a Pokemon, but fail to catch it. As long as Yamper isn't holding an item, it will go fetch the first Pokeball it failed to catch it, regardless of what type of Pokeball is. Okay, so he he goes and grabs the Pokeball, and then it becomes its held item. Okay. So you don't get to use it again right away. But that way you can't fail at an item throw. Which, I mean, this Pokemon clearly evolves. Yeah, it's... Um, Otherwise, it, or it could just be an early game one stage. I don't think so. Okay. I Personally, I, you could be totally right, but I think... It's also pure electric. And electric is this our one. Pikachu clone? No. He doesn't have the little heartsy cheeks, and he's not a rat. He's got a heart butt. He doesn't have a heart butt. He doesn't have cutesy cheeks. Well, I'm pretty sure that that is a rodent. <laughs> small dogs As we all know, the definition rodents. of a rodent is anything small and moves too much. Small furry moves too much, chews on things, rodent. Accurate. Yeah. yeah. The fourth Pokemon is a Pokemon that I've seen mixed opinions on online, and I love. It's Roly Coley. He's the best. I've seen a lot of people say call him Rolly Collie or Roly Collie, um, and uh, I don't no. know how you're doing this because it's clearly a play on the word Roly Poly, and also he is the Coal Pokemon. So there's that. Uh, he has a new ability, or he has an old ability called Heatproof. We all know that that does from uh, our, our sweet boy... Uh, Bronzong. Thank you. I was going to say Beldum, and I knew it was wrong, and then I got lost in my head. I got terrified, but Evan, you pulled me back. Oh, you gotta you got to respect that 50-50. Is it, is it heatproof? Is it levitate? Is it floating or not? If only I could look and see. <laughs> if only that could help somehow. Uh, it's floating. Okay, that means its ability could still be heatproof. Yep. I mean, it's a new ability... That I hope we see on more Pokemon called Steam Engine, which is any time it gets hit with a fire or a water type ability, uh, it'll get a speed stat boost. Hmm. Uh, it says, yeah, so it's showing a thing here, and it says the wild Lily Coley speed rose drastically. Is that plus three? I'm pretty sure that's plus three. That sounds like plus three. Yeah. Because it's rose, rose sharply, rose drastically. Yeah. I'd have to see what Tail Glow says. Well, we can look guard. Yeah, let's look that up real quick. Uh, tail glow Pokemon. Is it too? I don't think it would say. Yeah, I don't think it'll say what it says. Nope. As of black and white, it says the user stares at flashing lights to focus its mind, drastically raising its special attacks. Okay. That's plus three. Plus three speed. That, I mean, I don't care how slow this thing is. That's really strong. Yeah. Especially if it works like Motor Drive, which nullifies the effect of the attack. I don't think it's going to. I hope not. It's probably more like Justified. Yeah. That makes sense. I would be fine with that. I don't think this is a final stage evolution either. I think this is like a Geodude. What do you, what, this thing's probably going to get a second type, right? Fire. 
You think fire? I think fire. Fire or if it turns into a steam engine Pokemon, it could be fire steel. Ste- it could be steel. Oh my god. Can we get a train Pokemon? That's all I want. That's all I've ever wanted. kind of actually looks like he's got the one wheel on him. He's it. got a wheel. That's what I'm going for. Alternatively, I was thinking he could also become a rock poison type because coal. Turning into smog, smog and smoke. Yeah. A lot of cool ideas. <gasps> poison rock type train Pokemon. <laughs> the best of all worlds. <laughs> so yeah, apparently with this, it used to be like the source for energy for the Galar region. Yeah, oh, until, no. it says uh, until about 100 years ago, every household in the Galar region had a Roly Coley, and families would use the coal that drops off of its body. They don't don't worry, it's, it's humane. It's, it's humane. It's like shearing a sheep. Yeah. Um, for cooking and heating in their homes, even in the modern day, Roly Coley are very popular Pokemon to take for outdoor activities. Why? <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like, given the fact that it's, you could sit on that thing and just, like, ride a monocycle. Okay, so... Wait, do we know how big it is? You can see it right next to the player character right here. It's about knee-high. Okay. To this grasshopper. Okay. Um, You could just drive this thing around like a go-kart. I don't think you could. I think a small child well, could, Well, like, assuming it evolves. The other thing is, I... I'm gonna, I'm gonna expose how much I love trains here. Like, so, like... British people are insane about steam engine preservation. Yes. And so I'm hoping, I'm just still just hoping. Well, we have train, train, like we saw train tracks all over this region and we know the first thing you do is get on a train. I hope it's just a bunch of these. This is just going to be Evan's favorite Pokemon game. It's the train region, which by the way, black and white tried to be. It wasn't. It wasn't. It it failed us on the train front. Listen, it it tried to get me, but look. Listen, a subway is not. I'm, I'm going to upset some subway enthusiasts, but subway. Five dollar full on to ain't as good as it used to be. <laughs> well, they're not. They're not at all locations anymore. Yeah, it's up to the franchise owner. Yeah. Does Ron not as good as it used to be? Does Ron own one? <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't. Um, the other thing it says is uh, that this Pokemon can basically see in the dark. Um, it has a red eye that illuminates dark areas, um, and while it uses the lump of coal attached to its Isn't body, its like eye a just like one of the old candle lanterns. I think so. Like, yeah, I think so. It's supposed to look kind of like a flame. Okay. That's this is just a cool Pokemon. Like this is one of those things where they were like, so the Pokemon we've been seeing this generation, I think more so than a lot of the games, they're really, really based on the region they're from. Yes. Like, Kalos had, like, the French Poodle, and the Frog, and, like... They but then had you had, like, Lit Leo and Pyroar. Who would have been better, honestly, in this game, because the lion is a is a royal symbol in Great Britain. I don't... It's probably a royal symbol in it France, though, too. Probably is, but... I'm really holding out for, like, some sort of medieval mythical, like, a wyvern, like, a poison dragon type, or, like... A manticore. Don't get me so excited. Uh, basilisk. Just give me something. Give me some mythic. Like even if it has to be like legendary. Like something that is something from Arthurian legend. Yeah, I want a leprechaun. <gasps> yes, <laughs> and I want it to say the c word. <laughs> We're not gonna get back into that again, but I still want it. Next, 
We have another Pokemon, a great Pokemon. We have the final Pokemon. It is Duraludon. Duraludon? Duraludon. Duraludon? Duraludon. Um, Duraludon. So it's likely Duraludon? Duraludon. I like that. No, it flows. Um, and it's... Like, I can, hear the, I can hear the, who's that Pokemon? It's Duraludon! Yeah, that, that flows. Um, so... Its category is the Alloy Pokemon, and it seems to be named after Duralumin or Duralumin. Thank you. What is that? It's um the alloy used in aviation. It's the aluminum. Really? Yeah. And that explains why he weighs 88 pounds, Despite even though being... he's six feet tall and a steel dragon. Yep. Oh, he's yeah. Made out of hey, kids. Aluminum. He's a steel dragon. Oh, my God. He's made out of airplane aluminum? So is Mecha Godzilla. I hate this and I love this. So yeah, haven't you seen the like, pictures of him side by side with Tyrannosaurus? No, yeah, that's the thing. Oh, don't worry, it's it's in here. Wins like Godzilla and Mecha Godzilla. Yeah, no. Uh, Duraludon lives in caves and mountainous areas. Their two arms have slightly different shapes uh, from each other, and they use these to grind down rock surfaces. So it does actually have like rock grinding equipment, like arms. But uh, also, they share their habitat with Tyranitar, and these two Pokemon are often seen battling each other in the mountains of the Gala region. This is beautiful. So, like, for a long time, because we know that the people who work at Game Freak really love, like, Godzilla films, as we talked about on a previous podcast when the Toho Studios uh, pitched Godzilla, like, was like, hey, go watch Godzilla when it comes out, uh, or whatever. Yeah. And they were on the, the... Business, business uh, yeah. meeting or whatever. Was. Business meeting or whatever. Um, and there was a, for a while people were like, is uh, is Tyranitar based off of Godzilla? Because Mega Tyranitar looks a lot like Space Godzilla and nobody was really sure about that. And then this happened and now I'm pretty sure everybody's like, oh, no, no, yeah, yeah, Tyranitar's Godzilla. Oh my God, is that Travis? He's back from the dead? He crawled out of a grave. You got here, man. I just got home. Um, For sure, I'll call you again on Monday. Bye. You got me a phone call on the podcast? Jesus Christ, Travis, talk about professionalism. Is that your brother? Yeah. Okay. Is he not dead from the earthquake? Sam. Okay. Nice. I can't tell. My older brother. They all fine. sound the same. The one who lives in LA is fine. The rest in of them were too far north. And LA. 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 Have you ever been to LA? So we're talking about Duraludon. We're talking about Duraludon right now, Travis. Do you have anything you want to say about this Mecha Godzilla looking dude? I don't know. I think he's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Bye, Travis. Bye, Travis. <laughs> uh, the metal compromised its body is incredibly durable, but also surprisingly light. Airplanes. Um, if this thing learns fly, I will be. You'll love it. Like, go lurk. Yes. It just yeah. jets off. Well, also, like, that's how Mechagodzilla do. Like, yeah. he just he shoots rockets out of the bottoms of his feet. Yeah. I love it. Uh, so, Drowdon move quite quickly in spite of their appearance, but its body is weak to corrosion, however, and it is known to rust easily. Not traits of Duralumin. No. Hmm. But... The first, the first commercial passenger jet plane was the Comet, produced by produced in uh, Britain. It was also prone to catastrophic failure. Cool. 
I love having you on this podcast. You're so helpful. You know cool stuff that we don't know. Because I'll be like, spiders are important. And you're just like, in the year 1862. Columbus did not sail the ocean blue. No, that was... <laughs> that's true. That's that's That right there, that's a rock fact. So, uh, one of the Pokemon that we... Uh, so there's a new phenomenon. We've all heard of Dynamaxing, right? Get ready for Gigantamaxing. Gigantamaxing is a, a new thing that is sort of like a combination of uh, Dynamaxing and Mega Evolution, where they Remember change. Remember when we kept accidentally calling it Gigamaxing? I was on. I was onto something. I knew. Oh, I knew. I didn't. I, I didn't. I was just. It was me messing up. So while Dynamaxing is common, um, it's been discovered there. It's a special phenomenon that's like Gigantamaxing, too. Only certain species of Pokemon can, can Gigantamax, and even among those species, only rare specimens will be able to Gigantamax. So I'm going to assume hidden ability Pokemon only. Well, so we've also got, um, when you catch a Pokemon, they have a Dynamax level. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's only if certain Pokemon have that Dynamax level capped. I can see okay. that being the case. Like, if you Dynamax with something enough times, you can then... Gigamax instead. Gigamax, which is abbreviated Gigamax. here as G-Max. So maybe you could G-Max No, it. that's the G-Max moves. Okay. It's Gigantamaxing, but G-Max move. Okay. Yeah. I think they're called D-Max moves. <laughs> but um, maybe that's how they tie it in. Yeah. I think that's a, I think it's a decent idea. That's an interesting that makes sense. idea. It's probably true, in all honesty. Or there's some way to, like, train a Pokemon to get them to. Because I don't think they would want to lock it off to, like, certain... Uh, make it so that the average player can't get their favorite Pokemon to Dynamax. Or to Gigant... Gigantamax. Gigantamax, yeah. But it's only you. specific species can Gigantamax, too. Yeah. Meant to point well, out. what I'm saying is, like, so they're... Uh, like, if someone has a Dreadnought that they catch in their playthrough... And they get to the point of the game where Gigantamaxing is a is like a common thing in battles, mm-hmm. and you can't Gigantamax the Dreadnought that you Dirtles had with. the Dreadnought. Yeah, if you can't Gigantamax Dirtles the Dreadnought, uh, the average like Timmy player is gonna feel bad. Yeah, little Timmy wanted to yeah, make it's, his it's turtle probably that not he had. based off of something like a sequence of IVs or something. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, only be for, like, event Pokemon, or only from Dynamax battles. Yeah. Um, it says that uh, it also allows each Gigantamax Pokemon to use a unique move known as a G-Max move. Each G-Max move is particular to the specific species of Gigantamax Pokemon, and regular Dy- Dynamax versions of those Pokemon can't use G-Max moves at all. So we find out what some of them do. Uh, we find out that uh, Dreadnought... And uh, Corviknight both get Dynamax moves. Or uh, get Gigantamax versions. Uh, and the... Uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to the that. third one. Yeah. We'll, we'll, get, we'll, 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 we'll just okay. be talking about these two first. Don't worry. We're going to get back to our boy. Trust me. We spent a while talking about El Creamy. El Creamy's the best. El Creamy's great. I like El Creamy. El Creamy's great. We're going to get to El Creamy because we're going to describe El Creamy later. And we're going to go. It's, it's amazing. So, um, real quick... Dreadnaw goes on the hind legs, gets like rad spikes, kind of looks like a dreadnought, like an actual dreadnought ship now. Like with the front, he has like the bow thing going on, like a big 
pointy front to his head here. Yep. Like, it's just a full-on dreadnought ship. And which is incredibly British. Yeah, and very apt because of his name. Um, uh, he gets a, a, a move that lets him... Oh, we can just click on these individually. That's cool. That'll be easy. You can middle-click them. Yes. Uh, Gigantamax Dreadnought, aside from looking rad... Yeah, okay, seeing the official art for it rather than the in-game model, that thing Heights. looks rad. 78 70, feet 79 feet. Oh yeah, they're all like that. Yeah, all of the Gigantamax Pokemon have insane heights. Jeezy crazy. Um, it crushes opponents with its massive body. The power of Gigantamaxing has allowed it to stand on its hind legs and become bipedal. From its standing position, it can come crashing down on opponent on opposing Pokemon and crush them with its massive body. Its weight is question, 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 question mark. No, yeah, it's they question, can't. question, 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 point, question. Yeah, well, That's I'm just rounding. He's rounding up to the nearest question mark. Or is he rounding down to the nearest question mark? Oh, I round up. Oh, yeah, you gotta round up. Oh, yeah. Uh, it has the strength to punch holes through mountains. Dreadnought normally keeps its neck retracted within its shell. Uh, but when it attacks, it can rapidly shoot its neck out, which we haven't seen yet, but I'm excited to see it, like, turtle out. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like a snapping turtle biting. Good. Be great. Uh, the strength of its jaws combined with the force of its neck gives Dreadnought the power to punch a hole through a mountain in a single strike. Well, good for him. Now, his G-Max move is the most busted thing in the world. G-Max? Potentially. G-Max. We don't have numbers on any of these moves yet. Still sounds pretty busted. Okay, Travis. Don't be a downer. G-Max Stone Surge. Water-type move used by Gigantamax Dreadnought will change to G-Max Stone Surge. Uh, it doesn't just deal damage to an opponent. It will scatter sharp rocks around the opponent and cause Pokemon entering the battlefield to take damage. He sets up Stealth Rocks and deals damage. I don't think there's a single Pokemon as cool as this. This is the coolest thing I've ever heard. This is nuts. I don't know. I think Corviknight's pretty cool. Great! We're about to get to him. Let's that, get to Corviknight. That was the segue, yeah. <laughs> we're done. But you know what? We're done now, Travis. You ruined Turtle Talk. Turtle Time. <laughs> that's, that's what Speaking I of say. Turtle Time. <laughs> Can you please, please, please enlighten us? Please enlighten all of us. Well, I was just going to, like, we were talking about sticking the head out, the turtle, turtle club. Uh, the movie Master Disguise. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> nope, nope, you gotta say it now. You started to tell the juicy thing. Um, was filmed on 9 11 for the turtle scene on September 11th, 2001. And uh, in response to the news of the second plane hitting the tower, they had a moment of silence and then continued to film. <laughs> he loves this fact. And he tells people it a lot. Oh, that man. is that is the extent of your turtle time knowledge for today. And that was turtle time. Turtle time with Lurch. Turtle time. Turtle time. It's turtle time with Lurch. That's me. <laughs> I love this podcast. Um, so Corviknight like sort of gets a longer horn on his head, and his feathers turn. Some of his feathers turn red, and then he gets little mini uh, biplane bird torpedoes. This is a really underwhelming it's, redesign. It's, I think it's cool. I like his redesign. It looks like a slightly spikier version of Corviknight. Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, is like, fine. which is fine, because Corviknight's already rad. Yeah. But just like, compared to how cool Colossal Dreadnought is. Well, I mean, Dreadnought's is. just a bigger, shellier version of Dreadnought. 
Yeah, stands on his cool. hind legs. Has a, there's a whole bunch of different. No, he's yeah, and he's got his wings spread and has the little fighter planes. Yeah. No, I like. Okay, so comparatively, though, is all I'm saying, Travis. Comparatively, is, I like Corviknight better. Travis, all I was saying is Corviknight, comparatively to Dreadnought, has fewer changes. That's not necessarily a bad thing. And I disagree with that. You disagree that it has fewer changes. I disagree that it has fewer changes. Okay. Name changes. I find it interesting that so many Pokemon from the Gala region are based on technology and military hardware. So, I... We're gonna get a submarine Pokemon. So, yeah, I can I agree with you That's that, A, that's rad. I think that that might be a reference to the fact that... So, the Catalyst region had a war with another region 3,000 years ago. It's been 3,000 years of the meme and everything. Yeah. I'm assuming it was the Gallic region. That would and, make uh, sense if we're drawing real Cal- world. Right. And Kalos was invaded. Which Again, has real world connotations to Britain and France. Under your so, roar of the roses, etc. Exactly. So, and oh my god, the Flabebe War of the oh Roses. Oh my How did we not put that together before now? That's rad. Pokemon, That's why are you so cool? This is so cool. Uh, but Corviknight, so back to Corviknight's cool redesign. So Corviknight actually gets also a pretty decent G-Max move. Um, it's similar, and I think thematically on the same level as like uh, Dreadnoughts, uh, where it's a flying-type move called uh, G-Max Wind Rage, and it deals damage to an opponent, and then it also defogs. Removes Reflect, Light Screen, Spikes, Electric Terrain, the whole shebang. Just great. Well, so this it also remove any effects of moves like reflect, light screen, spikes. Okay, if it just says like, it's not a list. So no. I was like, why doesn't it list like rocks or other types of terrains? Yeah. So it's just terrain screens. It's just straight up defog. And, yeah, it's just straight up defog. But they just didn't add terrains. Defog. Or is it always remove terrains? Yeah, did, I think there were defog. De- I don't think defog hit screens. Defog hits screens. Defog okay. definitely hits screens. Travis, do you mind checking if it hits screens? Already on it. Radical, thank you. Uh, as far as I can tell, it doesn't remove terrains. Okay. Oh. It removes spikes, toxic spikes, rocks, and web, uh, as well as Aurora Veil, Light Screen Reflect, Safeguard, and Mist. Only from your, only from the opponent's side of the field, for the hmm. Light Screen Reflect <clears throat> or not. Huh. Yeah. Thank you. Huh. Yeah, so that's, that's interesting. So it's a strictly better version of Defog, then. Or they're going to update Defog. That could be it, too. That could. Mainly Defog because of how... Has a history of... Well, also, think about how much the Tapus warped the metagame. Yeah. Because of the terrains. So, I could see that being a thing. Well, the only way to change the terrain was to send out your own Tapu and yeah. that create... Yeah. Or wait it out. Creates a bit of a degenerate meta. Yeah. Yeah. Something something Gen five running hail on Starmie just to counter other weather. Right, exactly. That's Oh god, I know what you guys are naming your freaking Alcremies. Not you, Brandon, the other two. Yeah, we're going to name it Bargain Boy. Yes. Yeah, we were, yeah, we were having that conversation. You're a little late to the Bargain Boy conversation. Yeah, sorry, I was busy working yeah. and doing my job. Your job. Alright, there we go. So Alcremie gets uh, a Gigantamax version. And, uh, Definitely the most pronounced of them. A creamy goes from being the little, the little creamy guy, little creamy the wizard, cream wizard, the cream wizard, um, 
to a glue cream wizard on top of a giant cake. A five-layer cake. A how tall cake? One, two, Scroll three. down. A 98-foot-tall cake. cake. 98-and-a-half-foot-tall cake. 98-foot-five-inch-tall 98 cake. Plus. So it's a 100-foot-tall cake. Give her cake. <laughs> uh, I like the layers are... Uh, like, yellow stars or whatever, cool. Like, a little rainbow, or a little, little packaged bow with a little four-leaf clover, cute. And then it's just got, like, the, the second-to-top layer is just orange berries and little triangles. It gets progressively darker as it gets to the top. Yeah, and also it's way underlit, and I yep. think that's intentional to make it look menacing, and I love it. Now let's talk about... The Gigantamax version. Its creamy <laughs> body is resilient to shock. The cream pouring out of its body hardens when subjected to impacts. The stronger the impact, the harder it becomes. <laughs> this is all off of the official website. I am reading verbatim. <laughs> this gives El Creamy a truly impressive resistance to physical attacks. Additionally, the giant... Berry decorations on Creamy's body are as hard as diamonds, and it's said that the more the most attacks that most attacks won't even be able to leave a scratch. Super high calorie missiles. That's a scent. That's a word. You want to hear another one? El Creamy will launch high calorie cream missiles around itself to attack its opponents. Any Pokemon that touches the cream will be filled with energy and euphoria. But at the same time, we'll fall into a state of complete confusion. It's just drugs. It's... You can't say what you're thinking. But yeah, it's that this too. This creamy is just making everyone do whippets. Yeah, no, this is the whippet Pokemon for sure. Now, to make it even more horrifying, I think, El Creamy has the G-Max mood G-Max Finale. Fairy-type moves used by Gigantamax Alcremie will change to G-Max Finale. G-Max Finale will heal all Pokemon on Alcremie's side while dealing damage to an opponent. Can I tell you something that I just thought about? Well, first off, let's let's pause here for a second. It heal bells your team and deals damage. Heal bells or regenerators? It does say just will heal all, so we don't know. If it, like... HP healed your Pokemon. Then if it's like nuts. a wish stacked onto a heal bell, or even just a wish for your whole team, that's nuts. Yeah, like for com- for a competitive, it's probably balance. like ten percent at best. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, like just a left. But that's still for your whole team. Yeah, there's just, yeah one leftovers recoveries off across the as board. As far as we know, yeah. there's no limit on the number of G Max moves you can use per battle, other than three. Yeah, because you only have three turns of being G Max. So yeah. you're saying that when you read this, because I had a thought when you read it as well. What were you going to say? Uh, it's about the character design, so you can go ahead. Okay. This is, like, I didn't really think about it until now, but it incentivizes having different moves. Because if it's all fairy-type moves, that means if you have, like, a fairy-type offense move and a fairy-type support move, they both turn into this. So if you're having a Pokemon with the intent of Gigantamaxing it, you'd want... Coverage. Not just coverage, offensively. I don't know if we know that it specifically isn't going to be, because they did say for Dynamax moves, at least... That Dynamax moves, there's a difference between uh, attacking and um, status moves for okay. Dynamaxing. So maybe. Similar to Z moves? Similar to Z moves. Okay. <clears throat> so my thought is uh, Finale. Um, and the design of this character 
This looks like a witch from Monica. Yeah. Like, its base design kind of looks like Cubey. And then oh. it looks like it turns into a full-on witch. And yeah, it does definitely. It gives have off a, a like, real Monica magic vibe. I was gonna say that's got a that's got a Valpurgis knocked yeah. aura to it. And yeah. I have no idea what you're saying, but I was gonna chime in with that. This is the new Cake Boss. <laughs> hey, it's Cake Boss. It's me, Familia. <laughs> Welcome to the Gallo region. Today we're gonna make a tiramisu. God, I'm so sick of people. So I think this is my favorite Pokemon from this region so far, and I don't mean what, that ironically. If that's what your Tiramisu looks like, we gotta have a talk. No, no. he's not. He's, he's gonna making, be making the Tiramisu. He's gonna be right? using Tiramisu bombs. Because he is the envy of, he is the... Italians, the, give me your energy! He's gonna create a Tiramisunami. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the cannoli cannon! It's charging! Fire the cream lasers. I'm not gonna make the sound effect for that. Well, it's they're not lasers; they're missiles. It's true. Um, no, I really like this in Dreadnought. I love these Pokemon. So that's the thing, right? I I also really like Roly Coley. Like so, Gossifleur as the pre-evolution to Eldegoss. Not a huge fan of its design. Don't hate it, but not I'm a huge not fan a of its design. Fan. I am an Eldegoss. El- I'm an Eldegoss fan, though. So if I'm just ignoring Gossifleur as the first stage, every single one of these Pokemon that we've seen so far are knocking it out of the park designs. Like these are excellent designs. There's a lot of thought we can already see put into all of these, and I love them. Hot, I love these hot Pokemon. take. I could take it or leave it on Lulu. Whoa! Yeah, well, the internet is going to actually lynch you. Yeah. Like, I'm also not on Team Yamper or Score Bunny. Okay, but like Yamp- Yamper, there's... But you can admit Yamper's adorable. To, to some extent. Sure, but like, all Corgis are innately adorable, and that's yeah. what makes them tricky. They have such stumpy <laughs> little legs. Ah, the tricky Corgis. You can't trust them. They're too They're naturally always... adorable. They're always stealing all my mm-hmm. smokes. You can never tell I'm doing this weird voice, so I just had to figure out just where I'm going with it, yeah. No, so I saw a really too cool concept for Wulu, and I really hope it comes to fruition. They had a fake evolution for Wulu called Wooluver. Like pulling the wool over someone's eyes. There was a wolf. And it's a wolf in sheep's clothing. Oh. And that is the coolest concept oh. I've ever heard of. And I so hope that it happens. Oh, it won't, but I'm so excited. Like, as it evolves, like, the, it still has the little braids, right? And then the horns get up bigger, like, real curved up demon horns. And then it's and like, it a, like a, a hunched over sort of, uh, like, sort of like, uh, like a dust form like a rock. That's what I was thinking of, like, hunched over like that, and then it's just wearing the sheep's clothing over it. So it's a wolf in sheep's clothing. Like, that's just, conceptually, it's a cool idea. Like, I don't think it's going to happen, but if that happened, though, would that improve your opinion of that Pokemon? Maybe. Maybe. It probably wouldn't make it worse. Whoa. Jeez. Brandon has got hot takes today. Criminy. It's the Michelin Man. I clicked a a link, and here's the Michelin Man again. God, I hate him. No, you love them. I don't like that you did that <laughs> at all. See, I feel like that. Then I clicked that, back over and just clicked play to watch how creamy get just swole. That that audio clip needed needed visual confirmation that that was me grimacing and not anything else. It, it wasn't did. him 
I absolutely still love Dude. that there are Rotom drones. Yeah, no, like, this is such an expansive and feels, like, super carefully planned out world. And, like, if I'm going to edge back into the awful bring back the National Dex whole debate thing again, like, honestly, I really prefer them putting more time and energy into the world and the Pokemon. Or, and the, the, oh, man, that's... Now I meant. I really prefer them to put their time and energy into the world and the story than as much energy into like trying to balance all the Pokemon and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, but but what about the low res trees and the pop in trainers and the demo E three build of the game? We did already talk about this, but yeah, you're right, Travis. Yeah. Game's unplayable. Look at this tree. Zero out of ten. No. Too much water. Something um, we had talked about earlier, we were out uh, grabbing pizza earlier, and so Dynamaxing and Gigantamaxing are obviously very big parts of the game, um, and Leon's key Pokemon is a Charizard. So we're making the general assumption that at the very least Charizard is going to get a specific... Gi- Sorry, I'll pick up there. That Charizard in specific is going to get a Gigantamax form, if not all three Kanto starters... I feel like that's a safe assumption. A really safe assumption. Like, I feel personally as though if Charizard was in there... I feel like all the Kanto starters make sense in the environment, but... Yeah. We'll wait and see, I guess. Like, if Charizard is in the game, but Blastoise is not in the game, that would make people riot because Charizard and Blastoise are, like, the dichotomy, like the... Red-blue. Red-blue, yeah. And in Japan... Red-green with Blastoise, or Charizard and Venusaur. Yeah. So... And also, if they just didn't put Venusaur in there, I'd be very sad. Yeah, same. Yeah, I love Venusaur, and also everybody like, need their brute root. I absolutely love. Okay, I heard Airbud and eat their brute root. <laughs> Airbud eats brute root. I'm saying what a what a bing, 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 bing. Yeah, there's no rule saying that a dog can't fight a Pokemon gym. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Michael Vick. So you're just gonna play. There's the no rule saying game. a dog can't be a Pokemon trainer. There we go. There we go. There we go. Do you need a mod that replaces your sprite with Yamper? Is that what we're hearing here? He's the mad dog. I yeah, am the this mad new dog. this new official art of Yamper where it has him running, kind of. He's kind of got like a, a determined look on his eye, and his eyes are a little like. I'm like, oh, that's a, that's a mad dog right there. That's a corgi that drank my coffee. I was gonna say that's a corgi that drank a Red Bull, but. <laughs> It yeah, crackles as it runs. Like a like a Rice Krispie treat. Yes. <laughs> as Rice Krispie treats run, they do crackle. Down my throat, into my tum-tum. Fill me up with that yummy marshmallow. What the f*** are you talking about? <laughs> Rice Krispie treats. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I think that's the sign we've come to the end. I think this conversation <laughs> has reached its conclusion. Man, that was... Oh, that's a weird inside joke. Uh, Travis, real quick. This uh, is what I think of when I think of corgis. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the corgi races? This is a corgi race where, like, right after the bat, no, corgi number nine is just at the throat <laughs> of corgi number ten. They are somehow the most adorable and violent dogs. Um, Travis, real quick. Uh, opinions on Gym Leader Alistair. I love him. Opinions on Gym Leader B. She's awesome, too. Opinions on the Chairman Rose. I think they both look cool. Opinions on Oleana. 
But like I said, they both look cool. Opinions on the fact that Oleana has a choker with a strap that seems to go down underneath her clothing, reaching other stuff. That's normal. (laughs) (laughs) It's England. (laughs) They're British. That's probably pretty normal. Good take. (laughs) That's that's British. That's normally how they are. Uh, Opinions on which game you would want more looking at the exclusive Pokemon. Or exclusive gym leaders. Or exclusive gym leaders. I want the Ghost Boy. So, Shield? Yeah. Alright. You get a good Pokemon and... No, I really like Kumbo and Hydreigon. Do you like them more than Tyranitar, though? Kinda. I like... I don't have any opinions on Gumi, because I more or less skipped that gen. I think I like Kumbo... Gen 6? About as what much... Was that Gen 6? Yes. Oh. Yeah. I You're off the podcast that. again! Get back in your hole! <laughs> back in the hole! No. Back in your grave. Back in the grave, Travis. You're going back in the hole. You're going... Get the shovel. (laughs) And with that, I think we are... I'm a little tired. I'm a little worn out from burying Travis again. Uh, I think we're going to call that an end of the podcast. Thank you for listening to this wild ride of an episode of the Lake of Rage Radio. You can find us on... did all the podcast apps? Yeah, still? Maybe. Uh, All the podcast apps. Every single one of them. Even the ones I don't know about. Uh, SoundCloud and YouTube at Lake of Rage Radio. You can find us on Twitter at Lake of Rage Radio. You can tweet at us. I won't ever check it. Um, But I will. Get back in that hole!